Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Let's get it on. Happy New Year, America. Tuesday evening here, January 2nd. Happy Merry wherever you're traveling. I know some folks still have a few days off before they get back to the grind. But as you're on the highways and byways, we appreciate you giving us a few minutes of your time. The iHeartRadio app, 400-plus affiliates nationwide. We welcome some new affiliates tonight. We'll give the shout-outs to those affiliates as the show goes on. It's very exciting because it's always room for aggressive expansion. One of my favorite, you know, lines of the Dark Knight and Heath Ledger, the yeah. pool hall scene. Let's crack the pool cue and let's get after it. Mike Harmon alongside Kerry Rhodes. No Jason Smith tonight. College football playoffs. We had two dandies yesterday yeah. setting up a huge Big Ten matchup. That's right. I'm claiming them already. You dirty, rotten so-and-sos. Pac-12 is dead. Long live the Big <laughs> 25 or whatever yeah. the hell it becomes. Big 30. How Big are 30. you, buddy? All is well, man. We're here. It's 2024, crazy. which is just crazy to think about. I actually about. wrote out the date today, and I got it right. Did you get it right on the, on the I, first I, try? I, I dropped my pen, and I basically did a full mic drop. Like, that's it. That's, I, I gronk spiked my pen. That's pretty impressive. Did the pen break, though, or did it still stay no, intact? No, it, it was pretty good. It's one of these... Um, well, I'm that? not going to give the brand, but it's this S-Gel thing. I'll steal that one after we leave. It's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've sure. got the full array of colors because, yep. you know, you got uh, it's oh, a notebook with many notes oh, and got plans and you schemes. you got a few of them. you got a few of them. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm taking that one for sure. All then. the colors of the rainbow. Yeah. There you go. That one's yours. <laughs> I got it. There you go. You can uh, game use pen, as it were. We've got uh, Syracuse and Duke playing yep. on one of our monitors here. Mm-hmm which is really weird. I mean, Smith will be back in a couple of days. He was at the Rose Bowl. Mm -hmm. I think I texted with him more during the game 
and about life in general over the last two weeks than I think we had in about five years. Somewhere <laughs> along the way, uh, the the universes converged, and then I was giving him updates of what I was seeing on TV because clearly he's in the stands trying to figure out what what's going on here, or, right? And what I was like, you know, trying to give explanations. So you uh, were for the, some of the things. So you were the eye in the sky. Yeah, I was the spotter off. Got the it. Side, got yeah. it. So you were kind of. Um, Probably illegally sending him, you know, game footage to help. Well, him I was the game, Connor Stallions. I mean, yeah, just exactly. uh, a little bit ahead. If nothing else, maybe he was going to win a bet or two with people <laughs> uh, in the stands. Uh, made sure, you know, sober-ish uh, on a New Year's Day. But we had two fantastic college football games, and we started here. We got a lot with the NFL, Justin Fields, and the next iteration because I'm seeing everybody photoshopping him into an Atlanta Falcons helmet. <laughs> Get him home! Yeah. Like, no, you dopes! Look at the large of what's gone on here in the last few weeks. Uh, we've got uh, the best job available, I believe, in my estimation, in, estimation. in the NFL. I've given you a little teaser trailer for that uh, in our pre-show. We've got Belichick. We've got Jerry Jones. We've got all of these different things. But we swirl back to college football. And just a, a lot of hand-wringing uh, as the we, we got to New Year's Day. Right. And we had a dandy with LSU and Wisconsin. We had some other good games along the way. Uh, Louisville uh, and, and others, you know, just get taking, taking others to task. And yeah, there were some duds mixed in. And yes, you lament the opt-outs or whatever else. Still college football. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's still the culmination of a great season. All these, yes, yeah, you don't know all the names either. And that, and that's <laughs> and that's the bigger thing that I, I wanted to focus on. Yeah. Because when we get right down to brass tacks, when it comes down to college football, how many names outside of, you know, people that are really college football centric. Right. I.e. you cover it for a living or maybe you obsess and live and die with the conference that you're in. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, given what we do on a week to week basis, I love college football. We don't spend hours of our time together no. yeah. here, Jason and I, talking about it. So it gets my attention, but my kids on Saturdays, whatever they've got and whatever they're pursuing, I'm going to get away from the TV. Whereas right. once upon a time, maybe I didn't. Maybe I was more beholden and I was able to, you know, sit down for a block of time mm-hmm. uh, on those college football Saturdays. Not that I'm abandoning it, but I don't get to sit there from sun up till midnight when. Hawaii shuts it down. <laughs> and we've got a certain percentage of people that, you know, that's it. That we've do. got the gambling community that pays attention. Yep. But in general, there's a handful of players that you know mm-hmm. because you're thinking about them for your NFL evaluations, mm-hmm. right? It's that immediate corollary there to, that we get to. So all the, the hand-wringing over all these guys opting out and whatever else, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, that's too bad. It would have been nice to see player X play in this game. It doesn't render it meaningless right. as evidenced by the fact that millions upon millions of people sat and watched bowl games right. <laughs> to the tune uh like 27.2 million for the Michigan game was mm-hmm. the rating yesterday. Mm-hmm. But even some of the others leading up to it, go back to the Northwestern Utah, we're still outranking most of the NBA games really? that are that are flowing <laughs> through. So right, right. don't tell me that they're meaningless games. There's still a lot for the schools, for the conferences, and obviously for the television networks. Well, to say it's meaningless is just it's it's not fair in general because the guys that are out there playing, it's it, it it means something to them. Now the guys that are opting out and the guys that are getting ready for the draft and you know some of the things that are taking place with some of these guys that are even leaving schools or transferring to get bigger NILs now, all, all those things, 
it's it's really making the college game take a hit on that for the, on that level. But when you say meaningless, it's just not fair because those guys are out there battling still, and so. Some of these games have been really, really good and really productive for us as viewers to watch as well because it gives us something to look at and pay attention to and to break the monotony of what we got what we got going on. But you know what? I mean, I guess in the in the essence of what you're talking about right now, you were happy to see a guy like Bo Nix play his last game in Oregon, right? Like to go out there and fight with your boys and right. he's he- already going to be drafted. We know that. And to go out there and play the way he did and go out on the bang the way he did. But he decided beautiful. that yeah. it was worth it to him right. and what it meant to the team. And it was a bigger statement to be made of I'm playing here, mm-hmm. right? The mm-hmm. only thing that I can do is hurt my draft stock and or get hurt, right? right? All, hurt. all of yeah. those things are yeah. there. But he was a guy that made that decision, so good for him. Yep. But I, I can't fault another guy. Now, we could talk about the timing and scheduling of signing days, the transfer portal, and all of these things. Yes. We could play games with that and, sure. and go with the mechanics. There's ways to improve it, like with anything. Right. Right. Nothing is a finished product. Right. We're not finished products. Every time we take to the airwaves, <laughs> we take, you know, we've got different stories Maybe your your energy's higher or lower on a given day. Sure. You, you come in, traffic was better or worse. Something's going on at home. It's going to affect you. Absolutely. Whatever you do out there, what, however you make your living, however you get by, it's the same thing. You all, all can relate. We're talking the same thing. When it, when it comes to the, the college football, the opt-outs, it, it's, it's been there. Frankly, I'm surprised more guys hadn't been doing it for years. Yes. Right? And now you add... You know, and people lament the the advent of NIL and whatever. It's not going away. The genie, the genie's not going back in the box. It's here to stay. So now it's the how do we figure out next? Because remember, as Billy Joel so brilliantly sang, you went Billy the Joel. The good old days weren't always good. Nice. Tomorrow, woo, ain't <laughs> as bad as it seems. Okay. Yeah. So that's where we're at as we come to 2024. So you know, part of it is the cesspool that is social media. Mm-hmm. Part of it is the get off my lawn, older college football scribes. Sure. I mean, because think about it in Bristol, in Bristol, in Bristol, uh, in, in Bristol, and Connecticut, and yeah. in the South right now. <laughs> there's a lot of lamentation that it's a Big Ten championship. You, that you, you do not you've have thrown, you've the, thrown it out there. I've so. thrown it out there since 2014, okay. right? Yep. 2015 uh, college run. You haven't played a final without an SEC team. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of crying and hand wringing over that. Well, <laughs> it is, and the crazy part about that is. If Georgia was in this big four, they would probably be in the championship game, I feel but, like. But, that, but, that, but that's you know the I mean? beauty yeah. and the horror of it. You know what? You <laughs> lost when you shouldn't have lost. For sure. Right? For you sure. lost to Alabama. You want to argue about Florida State, Alabama, in hindsight, watching? I mean, how do you not have a center that can't get can get the ball back? I mean, I know he's worried about that defensive front because they were yes, bringing he, the heat. Yes, he was. But, I mean, yeah. that they were bad at that virtually all season. Yeah. And then on the biggest stage... And look, I still don't think if it's a clean snap, he's getting anywhere he needs to go. He is not as soon going as anywhere. that back, op, you know, motioned out, I thought that was the end of that play. And everybody's talked about it for 24 hours, so you know the point of reference right. uh, at this point. No row at points just looks scared uh, that 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 rush was on him. Oh yeah, fast. And that's right? a, and that's real. I mean, if if you you pressure quarterback enough during the season, it's not even about getting the sacks. If he's feeling that pressure. He has no chance to succeed because, number one, his eyes aren't up to see what's going on downfield. And there were plenty of opportunities downfield, but they just couldn't – he couldn't make the play because of the pressure. 
Yeah, it was interesting. You know, Micah Parsons actually tweeting out after the final play going, wow, you, you get three calls, right? Because you had two timeouts, yep. that's your third call. Yep. And at no point did it ever seem that a pass play was in in anybody's <laughs> thinking. Well, you know, Saban came out and said they had, you know, obviously had a couple of plays called. And, um, you know, I'm sure there was a pass player in there somewhere, but then they didn't get the look. And, you know, I think sometimes co- as coaches and, and, and offensive coordinators are – notorious for this they try to outsmart you and there are opportunities where you think you can sneak one of those plays in and so if it works it's genius if it doesn't it looks like it looked last night and it looks terrible and everybody's out there obviously monday monday morning quarterbacking right and saying the play is terrible it was it was a terrible play because it failed but there are situations where that play works right and so then you look like a genius and that's where we fall in right now now that's the beauty of the (laughs) Uh, armchair quarterbacking uh, with a giant 12-ounce curl uh, to go with it. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We'll, We'll have more on the games, but you mentioned Georgia as part of the mix, and that's what makes this system, while it's never going, it's never going to be perfect, mm-hmm. right? Even those saying, "Well, next year it'll fix everything with twelve teams." Like, nah, we're still going to debate. Oh, it'd be thirteenth. It'll be the thirteenth. We're still going to fight, right? <laughs> right. The the football gods will make it to where there is a problem with one or more teams in right. terms of debates, and even if it's not 13, 14, 15, it's all right. Those they should have been the two seed. They should have sure. been the five seed. Whatever. Sure. And we start fighting about what those first round matches. Oh, they had to play a tougher schedule because the committee did X, Y, Z. Oh, for sure. It's 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 a hundred percent going to be there. Yeah. But I saw you know, and and again, it's the re- reaction Tuesday coming out of a, a holiday break where I was away. So it's great to be back in with our, our squad. Uh, we got Monsi, we got Justin, Alex, and and of course Carrie. You're in for Jason and. You know, coming back with the cacophony of people trying to shut down the don't talk about George anymore. Like, that's part of the fun of this yeah. is that there is so much chaos. We do it with <laughs> the NFL where you've got to win to get in. Yeah. It's not even a committee thing. It's like, boy, if they'd just gotten one more game. Boy, if they'd been able to just move one seeding up or lower, they might have been dangerous, but yeah. they had to play that team in the first round. That's the glory of sports talk radio. That's the joy of your lunch hour at work, mm-hmm. yelling at each other about this, going to the local watering hole, all of those things. That, that I hope, never changes. So folks that are like, what would Georgia be favored? And folks trying to slap that away. I'm like, that's fun. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's the essence of what we do. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, we're going to have six to eight openings in the National Football League. I'll tell you which one is number one with a bullet on my list or maybe a couple of nice frosty beverages. Just look out and make sure to duck because I may throw one your general direction. <laughs> Mike Harmon, Kerry Rhodes with you. Happy New Year here from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. We appreciate you being part of the show uh, at Swollen Dome, at Kerry 25 Rhodes, where you find us on Twitter, at Team Rhodes, at Swollen Dome, yes. over in the Instagram world. All of those things. We appreciate you as we come to you from the Tyrac.com Studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there on Unmatched selection fast free shipping free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers tire the way tire buying should be watching uh the end of night college buckets and nba action as we roll through coming down to the end of the second quarter and the late games for the nba we'll get into those two minutes remaining duke with a 13 point lead over syracuse somewhere jason smith is crying he will be back on Thursday, he's still trying to get his voice back after screaming uh, at everybody for Michigan and Alabama. <laughs> Yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, we'll get the full report uh, from his lo- transactions at the Rose Bowl. He did say they had a good bit on the uh, the Jumbotrons, uh-huh. that they had the kids trying to pronounce, and I call them kids because I'm an old man at this point, yeah. but they had the players mm-hmm. uh, trying to pronounce different streets okay. in Los Angeles. Oh, uh, yeah. That would be pretty hard. You know, put up Rodeo Drive. How many guys do you think called it Rodeo? Rodeo, for sure. La Cienega. What did they say? Would have thought there would have been at least one (laughs) or two kids that had L.A. ties that might have been able to get there. I I can't even try to emulate what they were saying in in going through that. Like, it was just... Yeah, what could it be besides La Cienega? I mean, are they not country music fans? Little Kenny Chesney and Pink? Mm-hmm. We got drunk on La Cienega Boulevard. They are See, not. that ties they right back not. to our story. <laughs> Maybe not inebriated, but certainly a drink involved. You heard Monsi Bolaños in the update. $300,000. That was the fine mm-hmm. assessed to David Tepper uh, after the great drink hoisting. He was getting ahead of his New Year's Eve 
uh, celebrations. He was just emulating popping bottles for losing another game. Oh, yeah. And celebrating that that number one pick and DJ Moore were the property of the Chicago Bears. How about that? That's right. Uh, All of those and the other parts to that trade. But the drink that goes into the Jacksonville fans section, he issues the usual apology. I've seen people doing the math of what that is for his net worth. I thought the fine was going to be higher. For sure. It's pretty disappointing. And I know it was a holiday. Pretty disappointing that it took almost 48 hours for anybody to issue a statement yeah. or for him to issue a statement. I mean, that's just pathetic. Get get out in front of it as best you can. You're an adult, and it's the latest in a long line of, look, it, he, he gets the, the jackassery moment of the day, yeah. which might become a thing here in 2024 for me. Uh, that That's you win the prize uh, and the, the headlines that go with it. But I still say Carolina is the best job opening that there is in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. And listen to my reasoning. I and you're all this. sitting there I going, wait a minute. Maybe Chicago, certainly the Chargers and Justin Herbert. You can go live in Los Angeles. All of these things. I say it for this reason. Now, it's going to be a miserable life experience <laughs> for about nine months. Uh-huh. But you're going to get a five-year what? $50 million? $60 million contract? Maybe more? Sure. And you know by the end of year one, if you're not towards the playoffs, he's going to fire you because that's just who he is. Mm -hmm. We watched it. You brought in Frank Reich. You're like, hey, it's all going to be great. No, you're gone. You don't even make it to the final quarter of the season. Right. But here, we'll pay you out. We paid out the last guy. Just keep signing checks because I'm rich and I can. Mm Mm-hmm. Play bully ball, not the style that Michigan does, running the ball down your throat. No, bully ball of, oh, I'm unhappy. And everybody walking on eggshells. I'm not saying it's a pleasure, pleasurable it, it, experience. It will not be, yeah. At all. Yeah. But you, you get to learn how to run a locker room, players, all of that. Yes, he's going to meddle. He's going to be a pain in your neck. There's no question about it. But you're going to be there for probably a year. Maybe you get a second. Mm-hmm. But you ain't getting a long tenure with this guy. Right. That's just the way he's going to operate. Because you're not going to be able to fix it in a day. You know why? Because you traded off all your assets. <laughs> McCaffrey, well, Moore, draft picks, all of it. It's gone. Right. It's gone. And he just write the next check. So I look at it as an opportunity to be a head guy, to run a locker room, to mm-hmm. build a staff, learn all of that, and get all the best out of that. Mm. Knowing that he's going to be a pain in my neck and a constant voice in my head, but I'm going to be able to get my moments of zen. I'm going to be like J.J. McCarthy sitting under the goalpost, sitting there getting my moment of quiet and peace. And I know at the back end I am getting a giant-ass check when he finally (laughs) fires me. And because he's such a lunatic, and it's well-documented at this point, and I use that term uh, as lovingly as I can, (laughs) as in the man is rash and does not look at the long picture, at least from the football side of how things work, Right. Business-wise, he may have figured it out. Football-wise, not. That you're, you're not going to have this counted against you. If nothing else, you're going to go into every meeting room and talk about working in a dysfunctional organization mm-hmm. and finding the best of the process. What did you learn here as you were helping to evaluate talent, as you started to put guys on the field? All of it. It's going to be a positive because the only negative is going back to him. And I'm going to get another crack and another big job while I'm living off the check he had to cut me when he <laughs> fired me. Nine months of pain for lifetimes, generational wealth. So, <laughs> okay, from that standpoint? You can do anything for nine months, Gary. <sighs> I guess, I guess, I guess you can. The days are going to be torturous. It's like raising kids, right? Yeah. The days may be long, 
But the years, they go by so fast. They I, mean, go by I, got, fast. I mean, my daughter's 18. She's yeah. driving. She's in college doing all this stuff. I remember as, you know, the day we brought her home. Yeah. When we had to go through and we're living at hospitals, going through surgeries and all that stuff. Remember it like it's yesterday. Flashback. And then there she is sassing off about some nonsense. It's like, yeah, I remember when you were little and you couldn't talk. And you just <laughs> stared at me with those big eyes and you could nod, you could smile. But you didn't have opinions then. Yeah. Oh, she does now. So the days were... Yeah. Days might have been long, crying, right. Right. All, all the illnesses, whatever else. But now you're 18 years later. I'd get through nine months of that. You can get through nine months of it for, for $50 million. I guess. I guess I hear what you're saying. You were a jet! <laughs> you were a jet! Wait, 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 wait. My jet years, we had some good years. You though. had a couple of good years. We had some good years. You had some runs. We had some AS, AFC championship games. We were, we, were, we were fine. We were decent. I just wanted to I know. I get it. Jets. I get it. Because right now we can talk about the Bears. But I'm not, go- I'm not going that way. Which is worse? Which is worse right Which now? Which is worse right now? You got to be honest. You Wh- can't look me square in the eye. right now? Right now. They're Bears bo- or the Jets? Because you tried to take the shot at the Bears. The Jets are still worse hey, off. Stop. Stop it. They're still far worse off. Far worse well, you off? Got, you got three guys. No, they got, a, they got a defense that will be one of the top defenses next year as well. Mm-hmm. You have a- they the top defense all year? Well, it's it's hard to be the top defense all year when you're on the field as much as they are. So you just gotta you gotta put that into play too. That has okay. to be added into I'll, the mix. I'll take it to a point. Yes, because in the, at the beginning the offense was anemic at best, right? So they were on the field all the time. So you either way, suffice to say, they stink. They stink. And defense, number eight ain't say, uh, solving everything. He will come back and give them a jolt of. They would be better with if Aaron. Well, all he's got to do is walk on the field and smile at people, and they're better off than what they've been putting out it, at quarterback. Exactly. And if, you put me out there, and I can't throw a football, but you know three what? times I, before I, my arm slumps. I can't say who will be better. I'll say right now they both stink. <laughs> but right leave, now the bear, the Bears at least the Bears are showing trending, light, are and they trending, trend, trend trending upward. Yes, for sure, absolutely. But I mean, talk. Go back to to, yeah, to yeah. Tepper in, in Carolina. There's there's no way a coach that has any experience is going there. So what no, but that's of, just it. It becomes a so what a type good of guy job, is going but I'm not there, losing for sure. for sure. But I don't lose going there. Like I'm not going to be looked at as that's my only opportunity to be a head coach. Sure. Because at this point, that guy's got a reputation enough to where it's like, all right, you're 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 not getting a hundred percent pass, but you're going to be able to talk your way out of a lot of bad, <laughs> and a lot of mess. Well, yeah, ooh, that'll be a hard one. But yeah, I guess the money will definitely make that. That a little a, a softer landing for whoever goes in there, but I couldn't deal with that guy for nine months. Me personally, the money for me wouldn't be enough. Okay, I need some sanity. I need some. I need some peace when I'm trying to get the job done. So, the person that goes in there, the head coach that takes that job, is going to be a brave soul. I'll say that number one. But Tepper's needs needs to temper it, temper it down. Nicely done. You like that? That was good. He's. You should trademark that. When you talk about patent pending, save that for me, guys. But, you know, like, you talk about being an adult. The guy's not an adult. He's a tyrant. He's somebody that believes that he's he, – he might be the guy almighty, right? That's what he what, But that's what the funny thing. It's out. like you're one of 32 billionaires. No, that's what I'm saying. Well, but, I mean, we, we do that at every turn, right? We, we do that at every turn in terms of people that need to get in your face. And who's that in the organization? Who's that in his friend group or, you know, other owners? Because they all do the same thing, and maybe right. not at the same level of throwing drinks on people. Yeah. Everybody that's got some clout, they they're a, not used to being told no. That's a temper tantrum. That's another one. Coin that one too. He's having a a, 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 a temper tantrum. A temper tantrum. Yeah, like I mean, to throw a drink 
on a fan that's voicing whatever he's voicing or mocking you or doing whatever he's doing, why why would you even react to that? Like what sane sane individual would react to that? It doesn't hold any merit. So why why are we having this conversation? And why are you throwing a drink on? Well, nineteen eighty seven, Pink Floyd's momentary lapse of reason mm. is what you would argue there. I like that. Yeah. See, I can get all musical all night long. <laughs> you love the music, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's what we do, pop culture and, and try to tie it all together. Yeah. But but it, it it is the perfect starter job, or maybe a guy who got a shot before. This may be your only path to getting back to another head coaching job. Sure. Right? Because yeah. if you're the Chargers, in theory, in theory, this time you're trying to swing big, mm-hmm. whether it's Jim Harbaugh, mm-hmm. and we'll get into him in, a, in about 10 minutes here. Right. Or, you know, rumors of Belichick or, or however this comes together. The idea is that they are willing to go away from past iterations of starter coaches. That they're going to go big game hunting and bring right. in a guy. Right. Who that guy is, as we talked with Jason Lockett for last hour, and a lot of them out there. No. No way. <laughs> right? That you're necessarily wanting uh, to, to fire. And they, the next great thing may not be, as we've seen so many times. Yes. Which is the always... For both coaches and quarterbacks, mm-hmm. be careful what you wish for mm-hmm. on a lot of this. But I, I think it's just the, the perfect gig for, you know, a no fault kind of situation. No, you, I what you're it's saying. It's pretty good logic, though. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no. What you're saying is perfectly yes, aligned with a, a a yes for me. But I just need peace. And if you're a head coach and you're trying to or- run a real organization and really trying to win and yeah, build. See, see, nah, look what no, you did there. No, you said what, real organization. Yes. yes. <laughs> I like the you way got you got that, that you in got there. That, that was Mike? good. Yes. But that's the thing. You know I mean? It's one of those situations where if you're trying to win and build and build and build something that's special, you're not going there and dealing with that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. On the hotline with us, joining us as he does each and every week, and with a happy, happy New Year, it's our guy Jason Locke and Fora, Washington Post, 105.7, the fan there in Baltimore. Jason, happy New Year. We're finally to week 18, and the chaos ensues. Yeah, happy New Year. Um, it should be pretty wacky. Uh, the league has it, you know, mostly as it would like, which is keeping most of these teams involved in at least this outskirts of the playoff race, no matter how flawed they may be. Uh, parody, mediocrity, call it what you will. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I think we've got enough interesting games here that they can spread it through these windows and give us uh, – you know, quasi-compelling football for the most part, I think. Um, and a few games that obviously uh, will have a playoff vibe, like Buffalo-Miami and like Houston and Indianapolis. How do you feel about Brad Allen being assigned and his uh, to Saturday night? i got to ask the obvious question, because he's got not just the Detroit and Dallas. I mean, there's yeah. just a laundry list of stuff this year. Uh, some calls not made. I'm um, thinking of Justin Fields being laid out and a huge fine in a game they could have won against Cleveland, yeah. which would have made the, crazy, the playoff race in the NFC even crazier. Well, the state of officiating is, um, look, people who follow the game, people within the game, people who bet on the game, see it for the inefficient mess that it is. Uh, But the owners don't seem to care. And the owners are the ones who decide where resources are allocated and what they spend on and what they don't spend on and what they invest in and what they don't invest in. And... You know, they want to keep nickel and diamond it with part-time guys, uh, you know, who who aren't invested in this year-round. There aren't any officiating academies. We're still looking at spotting balls the same way they did in the 1940s. I mean, you know, like, it just it is what it is. I, they don't care. They don't care. So until they care, you know, we can huff and puff all we want, but nobody's blowing any houses down. They aren't going to be blowing officials out in the middle of the year because they haven't developed the next man up. Like, people leave the NFL and go work for networks, right, for more money mm-hmm. to do less. Sure. Like, that doesn't have to happen. That's a, that, Each of these teams are worth between 3 and $8 billion. That happens because they let it happen because they don't care. You could have the Pereiras and the Blandinos and the Sterators sitting at Central Command in New York overseeing all this. Instead, they're pointing out the fallacies and ridiculousness of the enterprise they left behind on a weekly basis. Jason, you know what I do care about and what has to happen? Somebody has to win the AFC South, right? I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> who's going who's to win that division? I mean, it better be Jacksonville. I, I mean, 
You're looking at a Tennessee team that don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Um, a, a team in Tennessee that's had a hell of a time winning games in that division. You know, they can't throw the ball all that well. They can't run the ball anymore. And Derrick Henry, the last you know three or four weeks, has been kind of tough to watch. They haven't been very good defensively all year. And you know, I, I, look, do I think it's Trevor Lawrence? Probably does. It, it, it can't matter. Like they've 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 got to find a way to win that football game. Um, and the crazy thing is, you know. There could be more than one from that division. Like that's that's just where we are. And you know the Houston Colts game, like I mentioned, should be pretty interesting. And those teams would obviously need some help for the winner of that game to win the division. And yeah. it's not out of the realm of possibility. Um, but you know, look, I think the Texans, if the Stroud injury doesn't happen, you know that they might already be in the playoffs. And I have to applaud the Colts for overcoming what they've overcome and and to be in this thing like they have been. I mean, they lost Anthony Richardson. It feels like two seasons ago. Sure. And you know, Jacksonville's not who they want to be and who some of us thought they could be. Um, but if they were to make the playoffs two years in a row for them and that franchise, you know, that's 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 not bad. Um, are any of those teams going to do any damage in the postseason? No. Because we love the coaching carousel as much as anything, Jason, uh, back to Tennessee. Is Mike Vrabel going to be there next year? I don't think so. No. I'd be surprised. Um, wrote about it in the Washington Post again this week. I, I don't think he's long for that place. And they're not competitive within that division right now. They're clearly at a moment in time where they need to rebuild. Um, I don't think that ownership group's going to be committed to spending much money anytime soon as they tear it down. They're trying to get a new stadium built. They seem to be um, a little bit betwixt and between. And, uh, you know, you'd get something for Vrabel. He'd be in demand. There's not a lot of it guys out there. There will be six, seven, eight openings. And you come up with the list like you tell me the guys who absolutely positively are getting jobs and who everybody's going to want i don't think there's that many of them so yeah i i do think mike vrabel whether it's new england i think chicago would be another really interesting spot for him um it's not great between him and the gm there and the gm just got there and they just fired the gm before him a year before that so i i I just not sure that ultimately you know, this is what Vrabel thought he was signed up for. Um, and I, I don't think it's a fit. I don't think it's a match. And I think they could go younger and they could go a little bit different. Maybe the offensive side of the ball as they try to develop a quarterback over the next few years. And, yeah, I, I think they could get some value from Mike Vrabel. Well, Jason, sticking with the head coach debate, there's been, I think, a little bit more than rumblings now that, you know, they may be out on Sirianni in Philly, which has has been a weird hot topic that's come up uh around around I guess around the Twitter world, around the X world, that that, you know, players aren't really buying what he's saying anymore. Is it is there any truth to that? Well, I, I mean, we've seen things happen there, right? That not everybody would have guessed. I mean <laughs> sure. Doug Peterson wasn't there all that long after right. bringing the first Lombardi trophy. So I think 
you know, I'm paying attention to that smoke. I've been hearing a lot of that same stuff. Um, I'm hearing rumblings that the offensive room is not exactly like, you know, not everything is being done over there as it was earlier in the year in terms of, you know, who's involvement in what and play calling and, and, and game planning and all that. And we obviously know there's been a change on the defensive side of the ball, and that hasn't gone very well. Um, there's a certain level of expectation there. There was a certain level going into the season. There was a certain level at last year's Super Bowl. There was a certain level when they were 10 and 1. And it's tough. Like, he's a young coach, and he lost both his coordinators after neither one had been that, there that long. Yeah. And both really seemed to be hitting their stride. So, mm-hmm. um, but that ultimately falls on him, you know? And, and so I'm, I'm watching it closely. I'm surprised they didn't hire from within on defense. They should have just promoted Denard Wilson. I don't know why they didn't. He did a hell of a job with their secondary. Mm-hmm. He's doing a hell of a job with the Ravens' secondary. He was the next man up. He should have been their defensive coordinator. And if they'd done that, you know, they might not be in this predicament. But um, I certainly think there's more dominoes to fall there. We'll see whether it involves the head coach or not. Jason Locken for our guest. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Arman here, Fox Sports Radio. Kerry Rhodes in for Jason Smith tonight. Uh, read Jason's work at the Washington Post. Hear him, 105.7, the fan in Baltimore. And, of course, follow him on Twitter slash X at Jason Locken for uh, AFC, you're you're there with the, the Ravens, 13-3, and Lamar Jackson and company. Uh, everybody throwing the flowers uh, as we go in Miami with some of the the injuries mounting and, and yeah. piling up. It, it seems like a, a bit of distancing starting to occur. Are people starting to, to feel chesty there in Baltimore? Well, I, I mean, look, there's no way to describe what that team has done when they faced other elite teams or perceived elite teams. They smashed them. Like, they haven't just survived them. They haven't sure. outlasted them. I mean, they've every team they faced that was three games above 500 or better, they destroyed by two touchdowns or more, um, including just absolutely unmasking the 49ers and the uh, the Dolphins within six days of each other on two different sides of the country. So clearly they get up for big games, and, and they've, led, they've led every game this season at the two-minute warning. And the ones they've lost, you can go back to three or four plays. Now, and I know that's the league. You can say that, I guess, for many teams. But you go back, and it's a misfield goal against the Colts, it's a fumble against the Steelers, like, yeah. you know, it's it's a third and forever completion to David and Joku against the Browns, like, they're that close from being, like, talking about them the way we were, like, the 07 Patriots, you know, like, we're not that far removed from John Harbaugh being under pressure to play starters in this game, because the team is 16-0, and so, yeah, I, I don't think you can disparage their regular season in any way, shape, or form, um, in, in 2019, they crushed a lot of teams, and then went down in the first round of the playoffs, I don't think that'll happen this time, I think they're, they're a more balanced team, I think they yeah. can win in different ways, in, yeah. in, in 19, they had to run themselves right to an 8 or 12 or 20 point lead, and then suffocate the other team. They can win on first down passing the ball. Go look at what Lamar Jackson did throwing the ball on first down yesterday against a very good defense. He destroyed them. That's not what they were doing in 2019. So I think they're legit. Absolutely. Is there anything anything stopping us from having a rematch in February between San Francisco and Baltimore at this moment? I mean, it's obviously not preordained. There is no script. But I mean, I wouldn't. I'd have a hard time betting against chalk here. You know, I do think familiarity breeds contempt. And if you want to, like, like 
who could go to Baltimore or Santa Clara and knock them off. I do think this Joe Flacco Cleveland thing. I is, love that. Yeah. I love that. Like they just beat them in a high scoring game in Baltimore, you know, six, seven weeks ago. And that was pre Flacco. Like there would be no flinching from the Browns. Yeah. They've got the pass rush. They've got the defense and they're going to throw the ball 45 times come hell or high water. And, um, I think the Rams, you know, we, we won't find out much this game this weekend. Like, that doesn't mean anything for anybody. And I know that Shanahan has had McVay's number, but I think the Rams are physical enough. They've got a good enough offensive line. Mm-hmm. They're balanced enough that I think they can hang in there with San Francisco. And what we've seen from Purdy is he ain't great when it's close and late. Now, it's very rare that he's in a close and late situation. But I do think the Rams have the kind of ball club that can hang with them into the fourth quarter. And... You know, what's Kyle Shanahan's record when he trails by 8-plus in the fourth quarter? It's like 39 or something at this point. (laughs) It's crazy. I love both of those teams he named, too, Mike, because those are the two teams that I think that would obviously challenge both of those guys. Yeah, the Rams are just chaotic, right? Coming into the year, Jason Carey, I mean, we're talking about is Matt Stafford coming back? What's that back going to do? Cooper Cup was hurt. McVay flirted with television. Yeah. I think we bullied him back into the uh, coaching box <laughs> here on air. But, I mean, and now all of a sudden with Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua, I mean, they're all whirled and running amok, and Matthew Stafford's been one of the best quarterbacks this year. And, Mike, he said he's already confirmed he'll be back next year, so yeah. we'll get we'll get him again next year as well. Yeah, look, that, that since their bye week, they're a different team. They're running the ball as well as anybody in the league. Matt Stafford's a top three quarterback in the league since the bye. Um they're just they're, they're they're in eleven personnel more than ever. Like ninety percent of the time, they've just kind of tripled down on what they do well, and begged you to figure out where the ball's going and who's the joker tight end and who's really the slot guy and who's running receiver routes and who's running tight end routes. Um, and then defensively, you know, they, they're getting a lot of contributions from mid and late round draft picks and. Um, they have a collective belief there, and Raheem Morris is doing a great job on that side of the ball. So they're going to be a tough out. Um, you know, they got to play better with a lead, though. Like some all these games recently, right? The Washington game, they should have put them away. The Saints game, they should have put them away. Yeah. The Giants game, they almost got bit bad in the backside for not putting them away. They got to keep flowing the ball into the fourth quarter. You, you, they, they, I feel like they let their foot off the. the Yes, they're a little bit too soon sometimes, but uh, they'll be interesting in the postseason. See, the Bears got uh, bitten again by the Packers last week. Mason Crosby missing that 54-yarder. Because <laughs> he makes that field goal, the, the Bears are still mathematically alive. Again, it's waffer thin, Jason, but uh, as a Chicago kid, I cling to the uh, least bit of hope with any of my teams. Well, all the pizzas in, in, uh, in Chicago are deep dish, though, so it, it's 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 a... Uh... It's this is uh, an a oxymoron. Oxymoron right now. More more dough for me. Yeah, <laughs> Jason, well, I appreciate. Maybe it. you'll knock the, the pack out, right? You well, could, and you that's could it. End the pack for good this season. How crazy would that be? And then next week we're talking about crowning Eberflus the new king of Chicago. Oh boy. Yeah, see how quickly that changes? Uh, Not for me, but, you know, (laughs) the rest of the world. He's Jason Lockett for. Appreciate you stopping by, brother. Have a great night, guys. Happy New Year. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.